Yo, this is the ancient Texan sitting by my pond. Uh, sun's gonna go down soon, near the end of October in Maryland. Hyacinths are gonna turn brown. Oh, I want to talk a little bit about the Jesus story that was delivered to me when I was a kid. Well, I was told about this guy, Jesus, who I have no doubt they would probably like the guy if I met him. But I was told that he was the son of God, came to earth to somehow get rid of my sins or so that I could be forgiven of my sins. I don't know exactly how that those two are connected, but came supposed supposedly died. I went to the Church of Christ. Uh, they believed that you had to be baptized by immersion. Need to hear the gospel story, believe it, repent of your sins, confess before men that you believed in them, then be baptized. I did all those things at 13. Um, then for the next few years, I wondered if I did it right. And I'd go over the little formula for what I had to do. And then I would uh, say, well, I heard, I believed, repented. Well, at 13, I was actually a pretty good kid. I don't think I actually had whole lot to repent of. I confessed and I was baptized. So I got hung up that I didn't do it right. I didn't repent because I didn't, couldn't figure out what I repented for. Because I didn't exactly know what my sins were. But going back to we talked about the other night about the Adam and Eve, that story, that kind of said that, you know, we fell from grace and we're all sinners and, you know, the story's already in. You're doomed. You're a bad guy. You're going to hell, literally, I thought. Um... And only this Jesus dying and rising again allowed God to forgive your sins. Because he died for your sins. How all that works, I don't know, but at the time, I thought it was pretty serious that I'd done it wrong. And I was scared to death I was going to go to hell before I got my courage up again to go before the church and say I screwed it up. Because I believed in hell, because that's the story. My parents and a lot of other people I trusted told me. Pardon me, I'm eating some cashews. So, 
this story do me any big harm? Well, I, I think again, maybe it's the judgment that all men are kind of inherently bad and you got to write the rule book you know if your government or anything else assuming people are inherently bad I think that did some harm I think I'm still pretty judgmental against others and myself because of that story I didn't have at that time the ability to even know what a story was sure I knew you know you could tell me a story, or I could read a book and a story. But I didn't know everything that was delivered to me was a story. And that all stories are incomplete and most are inaccurate, including the story about Jesus. So not having that ability to discern... Um, I took this story in and treated it like it was the facts. This is the way things are. I would have loved somebody giving me this concept I now have about stories. That that's what we do as humans. We make up a story about something and tell it to someone else. And we get united behind a story or, or we don't. Um, political patriotism whatever a lot of times the stories are um, just amusing or you know you know they have some lesson behind them but some stories you know unite people to do things that are not really good for humanity and I'm not sure that any story that is just full of flaws you know there is no evidence that I know of that there's a God nothing that you know you can do some crazy ruminations in your brain which can go either way pro or con and then you can make up a story and believe it. Well, my current story is um, that there's not a God that takes any active part in my life or anything around me. There might be some universal consciousness that all humans have. I don't know. That's just a story. Don't know if any of it's true. Uh, a lot of stories we have that are we'd like to believe, and God's kind of a like to believe story. And this God that's created in the image of man, although the way the story's told is often the other way. Um, in the Old Testament, wasn't a very nice God. He packaged this up and delivered a untrue story to me and to, you know, probably billions of people now about this Jesus. 
But they didn't just talk about how cool a guy was. They put this judgment thing out there that if you don't join uh, you know don't join the church and go through this whole rigmarole you're kind of condemned. You're not the chosen. You're not the one selected. Uh, you're going to hell. And they have various various themes around that and none of it's very good so how is it that humanity after a zillion years on this planet isn't able to sort out that everything's a story and that they're inaccurate and incomplete. Uh, and if you buy buy into a story that has no basis uh, and live your life by it, you're not in as close to reality as you could be. And what your experience isn't isn't real. Because all your experiences is in your head. The way that you buy off on a story or don't buy off on a story. Or which stories you buy off on. So your reality is set by which stories you believe. And your ability to realize that your emotions are being affected by a story. Your beliefs are being affected by stories. In fact... Your beliefs are based on your stories, vice versa. Without the ability to know that, uh, I don't think we live as good a life as we could. I know that when I get in a story, get upset and get in a story with my wife, the story I'm making up in my head and she's making up another story in her head, um, that story when I get upset like that is kind of designed to show I'm right and she's wrong um, and it's not designed to you know get us back t- together and working in harmony just like any story that's not true and not cl- as close to reality as possible and even if I don't know what the real story is if I know that story that's aggravating me uh, hurting me leading me astray is not true I can disengage from it, not believe it, and then go in search of a story that's that's better, better emotionally, makes me happier, um, produces better results because the closer that story is to the the reality around you and the laws of nature and physics and gravity and all those big things that I still believe in. Uh, kind of the scientist story. Um, then your life is just not going to be as good as it could be. Um, so when you feel, you know, that emotional surge, um, like you're being condemned to hell, or you're just your wife wants you to go there, 
and you feel that emotion say crap I'm in a story what story am I in what story am I telling myself is that story true of course not it's not complete for a starter and it probably has some errors in it so it's probably inaccurate so as soon as you know that you're all emotionally tied up on something that's incomplete and inaccurate I should give you a little bit of hedge you know, to let that story go and and typically if you do, if you quit feeding a story it will go away in about 90 seconds you just you got to keep pumping it up to keep it going anyway I just wanted you talk to you a little bit about that Jesus guy and the big story that goes with him the big story that's uh, incomplete and, and inaccurate I hope this uh, after you ruminate it on it a while um, might make your life a little better anyway this is the ancient Texan ancient Texan Namaste.